music that's enhanced your lives throughout the years. Real fucking high on drugs. Greetings, my name is Misha Sandoval. I will be your host for this podcast, Tone Devs. Welcome to this episode. I hope that everyone is doing well, safe and sound. What's up? Hi. Diesel just passed me and is staring at me. I said hi to him and he didn't even respond and left. But that's fine. That's cool, right? We move on. I hope that you're doing well. I don't know about you, but these allergies are kicking my ass royally. So... I honestly might cut this short depending on how I feel, but I almost didn't record. And then I figured, what the fuck, right? Like, I got to stay committed to myself. Not even for anyone, right? But just, like, for myself to get this out there because what the fuck? We're in 73. Yay! We're in number 73. We've done it. Yay! Wait, I need some help, though, Yeah, that was apparently a crowd. Um, yeah, I guess not. But yay, number 73. What the fuck? Um, it's been honestly, I just, I needed to do it. So my voice will sound faulty and that's fine. But I hope that you understand me because I do feel like I'm a bit congested. So just letting you know though, right? <laughs> but I've been going to the gym. Um more than I think I assumed to be doing. Like, I knew I was going to be at a level of getting back into the motion of things, and I thought it was gonna, I was going to struggle with that a little bit, but surprisingly, I've been going more than I literally thought I would. And my time frames with the Stairmaster, it feels like it's not enough, but I'm slowly graduating myself to like a higher speed and so on and so forth and i've talked about the stairmaster and i do have to say like if you're doing it do it and uh keep doing that shit along with everything else of course but i'm telling you right now i'll do the stairmaster what the fuck and i think the thing i dreaded the most out of everything from going to the gym was that it was so packed i haven't been much around people like in two or three fucking years and uh yeah so my social skills are kind of like i'm breaking myself into these things but the massive anxiety that i thought i was gonna have never again actually i thought i was never gonna go through this experience but i fucking did so now i think i lost my gym card and i've been putting in my date of birth to check in so It's so awkward because sometimes you can tell that these fucking people at the front want to just, like, get rid of you, right? Like, they don't even care. Like, if they they can give you the gun themselves and you scan that shit in, like, they prefer that 110%. They just, the little to no interaction that they have, the better. But I'm, like, you know, I'm, like, trying to cut through line. And then, oh, the fucking fact of, like, 
it's just the whole thing that I'm not going to get into right now, but it's fine because I was talking about my fucking journey with freaking dogs. What the fuck? Anyway, so I get in there and I'm giving my date a birth and then this guy kind of huffed at himself and I'm like, oh, I hope that's not about me, but I'll take it because it's my responsibility though, right? To keep my card on check, but I just... I went Saturday night to work out, and then honestly, I don't remember using it Sunday. And then Monday came around. I'm like, hey, where the fuck is my card? And like, dude, where's my card? Um, so yeah, it's like missing in action, but there's, uh, <laughs> there's that. To get into the episode, I wanted to introduce the room. I have Ariel... Diesel and Alex. So at any point during the time I happen to bring them up, you will know exactly who I'm referring to. Oh, cool. So for sure, at the end of the episode, I'm going to recommend the song JC by Sonic Youth. I just want to geek out on this song for a little bit because I recently posted it on my personal account. And this song is just Oh, it's it's probably on one of the top songs from Sonic Youth that most get to me. I think everything about Sonic Youth just truly gets to me because I don't even know how to explain it. If I if I sat here and <laughs> told you how I felt about Sonic Youth, you'd be like you would be like, okay, like that, I, like I get it, but like also you can talk about something else. And I say a lot of shit without saying anything really because I can't even explain to you how happy I am that Kim Gordon sang this song all by herself. <sighs> I'm so fucking out of it right now, but it's because I'm geeking out so much. Like this song, JC, the one I'm talking to you about, was just a deep cut. Or is a deep cut. Anyway, so this song is a deep wound for them. Because it was in honor of their good friend, Joe Cole. He was one of their dear friends. And apparently he was murdered. And the case never went. I mean, it was just like an unsolved case even up to now. So they, you know, by they, I mean Sonic Youth. Sonic Youth had such a deep feeling to it. And if you actually listen to the lyrics, it's so heartfelt. And also, like I said, Kim Gordon just couldn't have done any song better. You can tell that she really, she gave it her all in this song and it fucking shows. And I think all of them, the instrumentals are just everything as well. I mean, honestly, everything about this song, period, is just, like, what the fuck? If you haven't heard this song, I suggest you go and check it out. Um, but I was reading this article, right, about Joe Cole. Um, the worst thing is that they never found out literally what happened or who did it or why they even did it. He was with his best friend at the time, Henry Rollins, which is the lead singer from Black Flag. Um... So Joe and Henry decided to burn off some steam and headed to the rock concert at Whiskey A Go-Go. The famous venue in West Hollywood on their way home, they made a stop at the 24-hour supermarket. So one of the gunmen shot at point-blank range. 
their friend passed away from two gunmen pointing the gun at Henry and Joe. And apparently they tried to leave and Henry managed to get away and then Joe got shot and bled to death. And I guess um, on hearing the news of the Sonic Youth, they wrote this song in honor of their friend Joe, Joe Cole. I never could say Joe correctly. I feel like I have to say Joy. I'm just programmed to say Joy and it's it's very misleading. So, but no, their good friend's name is Joe <laughs> Joe Cole. Anyway, the song has so much deep meaning to Sonic Youth, and what I'm saying is I give the song mad respect just because it was in honor of their friend which found their way in the album Dirty that released sometime in 1992. So if you haven't checked that album out, I suggest you do so. But outside of that, the song JC is just... Honestly, it's fucking... If you haven't heard it, just check it out. If that's... I don't even know. If you're not into Sonic Youth, I just... It's crazy to me. But we we don't have this kind of music now. And it's not, there's no mock to Sonic Youth. You can't duplicate that. You can't duplicate that band, no matter how hard you try. And even with these fuckers all being separated, they manage all separately to create beautiful shit, which you know it's still in their blood to be Sonic Youth, but I don't know why they can't get their fucking shit together. But honestly, it's just, oh, Sonic Youth just gets me in a state of mind where... I feel anything is possible and if they're playing in my head it just relaxes me out of all the shit that goes on it just mellows you out it's that I think it's that sugar pill to things you know um but yeah I totally geek out on Sonic Youth because just also recently I don't remember if I've talked about this or not but I know almost I did because I saw Lee Ronaldo, Lee Ronaldo um, perform through Instagram or some shit. And I was just like, this fucking guy is insane. Like, the way he handles his guitar. I used to, by the way, I used to also say guitara, which was the fucking goofiest shit now thinking about it. Like, me being like, oh, hey, do you play guitara? Like, who the fuck never corrected me until I finally did get corrected and I was like, oh my god, I feel so bad for me. Many of, many of, many of, many of, many times that I've said that to people thinking that I knew what the fuck I was talking about. But, hey. But anyway, this song. Um. Yeah, I'm just bummed. But Lee Ronaldo is fucking kick-ass. All of their shit is beautiful. I'm not saying that. They're so talented. It's it's unfair. Like, unfair in the way that they're no longer a band. Unfair in a way that you don't listen to any of their work together today. Like, that kind of... That kind of thing. Not like... Not in a way that they created this or anything. Or that they're creating things now separately. But I mean, like, it's unfair. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm just... If they ever get back together, that would be something, man. I'm just saying, like, please help me throw it out, you know, right out there somewhere to be like, hey, Sonic Youth, get back together. Can't get their shit together. 
Um, so if you can help me spam them, because they never reply to any of my messages on Instagram, which is also cool, but, um, I hope they know that they have fucking people out there that are cheering them on all separately, and no, what the fuck, I'm just gonna end the, this segment here with Sonic Youth, because it's, I could literally never end in talking about Sonic Youth, but, but yeah, you don't want that though, right? Mmm, some more for you from this. So let's go on that coffee break. Awesome, cool. But hopping onto Sonic Youth's sack again, that goes obviously without saying that I think the band did phenomenal with Stephen Shelley, which also brings me to my next thing, but he's now joined this band called... Butch Tetris. So he's now their drummer officially, and this band is on tour, so they have a bunch of shows coming up in New York, Portland, I believe, which would be, I don't know much about this band that he's joined, but their teaser. Yeah, I mean, it sounds pretty good. I don't know enough about the band to really say whether they're fucking rad or not, but I literally, I mean, it's, if he's joining, there's obviously a good reason for that. So I'm I'm willing to check it out. So hopefully, maybe in next week's episode, I'll let you know a little bit about that band. But for the most part, I think it's just... <sighs> fucking Sonic Youth. It gets me to this point, I'm telling you. I was literally, I ended the segment with, with Sonic Youth, and then we went on that coffee break, and now I'm back onto Sonic Youth's sack. But if they can only do one show, I mean, what the fuck, right? I don't see why they, I mean, I guess I get it, but I also don't. I did recently find, find out. I did recently find out. Um, <laughs> I recently found out that in, um, in 1933, there was a three-year-old chimney sweeper. The kid was always just dusted down from the chimney and he's a fucking kid. I'm going to upload this on 
Instagram. I know I found it on Instagram and I can't even remember where I took it from, but if I do find them, I'm going to tag them on there because I think it's called Blowing Facts, their handle. I want to say it's more than likely that account, so we'll go with that. But basically, I found out through there and I was like thinking, what the fuck, right? Like these kids and the way you see him, unfortunately, it doesn't like the kid is not talking. They have this this background sound, uh, sound to it, but let me just play it. Oh my gosh, it's the, the fucking TikTok famous ones. Literally, TikTok has also all their fucking songs. And every time you, you hear it outside of TikTok, you're thinking, like, what the fuck? They're doing a TikTok video for sure. But that's not always the case, all right? Um, anyway, so the kid is literally at the edge of a building, I mean, of a house. And he's doing all this shit himself. It's just insane to me, literally, how this kid is, like, operating himself in a, in a manner where... We feel that we treat kids at that age so fragile. Does that make sense? But it really blows my fucking mind. And I don't think that you understand the level of where. Hold on, I need to take a sip of my drink because I'm getting way too excited about this topic. But honestly, think about it. any three year old you've come across. I think the main concern is watch out for them. Be extra careful. They easily get into things. But to see this three-year-old so active, like where and how did they mold this kid and when did it start is my question. Because I, I don't even think that's a kid. I would consider that still being a baby, no? Or is that a kid? I don't even know. But he's so small. Like he's so small at the edge on the edge of a house. It's just, it's beyond me. And... Um, <laughs> I literally also, um, I was going to bring up Rick Ross, but it almost seems like I don't want to bring him up. I've been seeing him come up a lot on some podcasts that I watch and also, now all of a sudden I, I, I would see collabs with Rick Ross. And anyway, it reminded me because I'm so he's been brought up, like I said, and now it's made me obviously question Rick Ross behavior, how he is on social media, because number one, I really don't follow anything that Rick Ross does. Maybe I've heard shit on the radio, but that's as far as it it goes and I'm not shitting on his shit but I'm also shitting on his shit but this shit trips me out so much so let me just play it howdy ho ho get up off your big fat funky ass that's what I want to know and the question of the day is for a lot of you what's your strategy to get your first million what's your strategy to get your first million cause you are worth a million more it as everyone right now is trying to figure out how the fuck they're paying for this ridiculous gas. Am I right? Okay. You're a millionaire, but how you gonna get it? My question is, what's my strategy to get my first billion? Huh? Howdy, ho. Lazy motherfuckers, get up off your big, fat, funky, lazy ass. 
hole. Wipe that motherfucking urine from behind the toilet. Clean that up, man. Put a hot rag and wipe that. Them damn cobwebs out that goddamn windowsill, man. What? It's time to paint your mama house, is it? What? Ain't it? Ain't it? Come on, man. That Miami Gardens area. Come on, y'all. Let's find a house. Y'all could get Rosé out there. Help y'all paint that. By the way, I just also figured out Rosé is also Rick Ross. So he calls himself that. Which is like, oh, what the fuck is he? I don't, again, I don't know much about him. It could be his first name or it could be a fucking ultra ego name. But can you believe? <sighs> So this guy is literally telling you that he's trying to figure out how to make his first billion dollars and he's wondering what we're doing to make our first million. And so he's talking to you about that, like, hey, I know you're going to get it. Like, just let's do this together type shit. But then also gives you the insult. It's time to paint your mama house, is it? Ain't it? Ain't it? Come on, man. That Miami Gardens area. Come on, y'all. Let's find a house. Y'all could get Rosé out there. Help y'all paint that house in that Miami Gardens area. And try me. Howdy. Hold. These chips amazing, too. All my hustlers worldwide. What I need y'all to lock in on is to... So, yeah, he starts displaying his, his rap snacks. It's just... It's, it's ludicrous. Honestly, it's fucking ludicrous but these guys are characters and i don't hate on his shit whatsoever but the reason why i brought this up is just because he's been brought up i started following him on, on social media and the guy seems he seems a bit much but outside of all that i think it was proper timing just because i was talking also about that kid that is three-year-olds and is also a chimney cleaner or chimney sweeper but that, honestly, going back to this kid, the video that I uploaded, the kid looks so happy to do what he's doing as well. And I've been also listening to so much people talk on social media that a lot of other people don't want to work right now. I don't know where it's coming from, and it probably is a known thing right now. But... I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like it's the complete opposite, at least from where I'm standing. But again, everyone has their own perspective on shit. But yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna slowly transition myself into some ranting segments because this one is fucking funny to me, but cool. So yeah, um, cool. But honestly, how cond condescending is Rick Ross going back to that really fast? Like, can we all agree on that shit? Like, the guy is, like, too much already. But can we honestly agree that he's just, like, a bit much, though, right? Meanwhile, everyone else is all. Joe, I didn't eat today, Joe. You know why, Joe? You want to know why? The gas, Joe. I got a car. I got a car, Joe. Look at me, Joe. Joe, my feet is on land. My feet is on land. I can run into a op. I can run into a landmine. 
This is it's all on you, Joe. I hope you're paying for my funeral, Joe. Now I gotta walk these streets because the gas price is too high. Too high. Why are you doing us like this, Joe? Okay. Now for my ranting. I just want to look up this fucking dude right now because what is this? Because I don't know enough about him, but I, I've seen him in, on YouTube. Okay, hold on. So Jeff Wittick, he's an American YouTuber. Again, I don't know shit about him, but I found this to be the most condescending thing ever. And I know I'm not I'm not exaggerating on this, but this fucking boiled my blood. So I'll play the clip for you and then I'll just cuz I'm going to watch it with you obviously again. Cool. So hold on. Ah, everything about this video is just upsetting. So I'm going to start. <laughs> you got me? You got me? This motherfucker goes onto the curb and gets off his phone and clearly has one of his buddies recording this whole interaction. And he's calling out this Hispanic worker that's like outside of some like restaurant, it seems like. And he's like cleaning out the trash, you know? And this Jeff Wittick, whatever his fucking name is, approaches the dude. So I just want to give you context on what's going on just so I can, you know, like dive into it. So are we good on that? Cool. He's basically telling him that you see that guy and he makes him look at the billboard and then makes this man also look at Jeff again. And he's like, like he's trying to give himself kudos, right? This fucking asshole. What a dick. Like that's a dick thing to do. Hold on, let me play it. This man is like looking at him all confused also like what the fuck and this guy Jeff or whatever his yeah his name is Jeff Jeff is telling this man this whole shit and the guy looks confused as fuck because he doesn't know why he's even talking to him but this comes off so fucking condescending and to top it off has a a bright orange hat that's even off hat like those off hats i don't get why the fuck people wear them like that i just don't Doubted me. Old Spice, all the barbers, all the people in Staten Island that said I was never. 
here, that's a fuck you to them. Never give up. And always get revenge. Hold grudges for life. Yeah! The fact that he posted this shit too is beyond me because the guy, the man that was just doing his, the random passerby that's there, not even passerby, like he's doing his job out there. Like motherfucker, what the fuck are you doing talking to a, an honest worker about that shit? You know what I mean? Like, ah. Uh. Hold on, actually. I have caught him outside. I have to drink. Chill, 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 chill. What this fucking guy did, Jeff, because, I mean, I get his message, right? Like, he's, he's giving himself some props, right? for accomplishing the shit that he thought he wouldn't and i think that's amazing across the board like i am all for that i do nothing more but to give anyone that is doing something kudos for that shit because i think it takes a lot of courage and time patience i mean the list can go on and on and i mean i wouldn't know this firsthand i mean i i know what it feels like a little bit to kind of sacrifice your own time for certain things and honestly the way we even time manage for our own time is shitty enough already oh my gosh i'm getting lost in a tangent here but i'm rallying it back though right we're doing better yay misha's getting almost her shit together yay um but anyway so there's this part to his lyrics in that song where it says um, let me remember. Hold on. Talk about sugar in a city of needs. And that always like stuck with me. And I always often thought of that. And I was just like, damn, you know, like there's so much that you feel and you can't put it into words and you come across a song or a band or whatever it is that you run into or art even like anything can really set you a reminder of something that just sticks with you forever. And that stuck with me. And this guy's like, dude, I'm just trying to do my fucking job. But at the same time, it's it's such a fucking dick thing to do is all I'm fucking saying. Number one, again, I'm getting so hot right now. The way he parked, like he, this motherfucker literally brought his whole truck into the fucking into this onto the sidewalk like had no consideration for anyone for the matter just because this guy has a billboard okay like fuck that's awesome and shit but like he felt like he can do whatever he wants in that area or who to whoever and to have the luxury to do that shit already i mean kudos for you but also it's a bit fucking much is all i'm saying <sighs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to remove myself from that topic because I, I, I did. I remember seeing this video a few weeks ago and I haven't I keep forgetting to bring this fucker up for whatever reason. And I came across the video and I'm look. I saw it literally as I'm recording again. 
And I'm like, oh my gosh, I had such a feeling about it then. And I still have it now. And I feel like also it just... The, the, <laughs> the heat turns up, you know, I guess as time has gone by because I'm just like, fuck this guy entirely. Fuck a fuck a... <sighs> anyway, yeah, like, fuck Jeff. And honestly, Rick Ross, like, that guy's a character itself. But it's too much, man. It's too fucking much. Anyway, I I'm gonna remove myself from this topic. Uh, so I was going to talk on Will Smith and Rick, I was going to say Rick Ross, Chris Rock. Dang, they all sound familiar. That's why I'm getting all tongue-tied here. Um, yeah, but fuck the Oscars and the whole organization. Everything is just bullshit. And, um... I don't know, I feel like it's time-consuming, and that's what I think the media wants. It's keep It keeps popping up, all these memes on Will Smith, which some I've, like, actually laughed out loud. But hey, that's not the point. The point is this, like, they're fucking sellouts, honestly. In my head, all right now, this is all in my head. Every time I, I listen now to the, the whole drama with Will Smith and Jada, it's just like... That is saying by Kanye's Kanye West's ex-girlfriend, the one that he literally was fresh out of Kim. And here I am talking about it. See, now Kanye is a different topic that I want to hold to myself and just I don't want to embarrass myself, but I. <sighs> Um, so yeah, I'm not gonna be talking on that shit, and I'm over it. Fuck them. Fuck both of them, or fuck him. Um. But yeah. So I feel like I've ran the episode long enough. I do have so much more shit that I want to talk about, and it's literally here in my notes, and I'm contemplating in my head whether I should just run with it or not. But I feel like you've had enough of me, and also I've had enough of me as well. So I'm going to end the episode. I'm going to just, like, fucking, you know? But, um, yeah, and also it's kind of late. Um, my allergies were, f were flaring up so much yesterday, which was Wednesday. No. Tuesday. Sorry, I had my days mixed up. So yesterday was Tuesday. And the episode was supposed to come out Wednesday. And I felt miserably on that shit. So, heh <laughs> ah. um, But anyway, I'm here now. Um, so the editing took a fucking process. But anyway, um, thank you so much for listening. Sending you all caffeine to your bloodstreams. Be kind, but take no shit. And, uh, yeah. Cool. Mmm. Dude. Yeah. Mmm, bye.